Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, welcome in. I'm Doug Gottlieb, and this is All Ball. All hoops, all the time. Sometimes we divert into other stuff with great guests. Um, all right, this is part three of our talk with Josh Pastner. And um, let me let me do this. There is another pod, or w- which we dropped a couple days ago, where me and Fran Fraschilla, we talked about, got a little bit more topical stuff in regards to uh, all the things going on in basketball, what happened at the end of the Suns game, uh, game one. I'll give you one real quick thought, though, on these reviews, okay? This is my thought. Look, you're not going to do away with the reviews. You do need to put a clock on them, but you you go to, like, a neutral corner. That's what you got to do is you can bring out chairs if you want them to sit down. I don't think you needed them to sit down, but those five guys that are on the floor have to remain on the floor in an area on the opposite end of the court on the opposite side of the court from their benches. That's the only way to do it. Cause otherwise you grant these teams a timeout that they didn't earn that they didn't deserve simple, put a clock on it, put them in a neutral corner from their bench. And if they want to talk about a play, that's fine, but you can't allow for a timeout to come to be. That wasn't called. That wasn't earned. All right, let's get to part three. We've heard from Josh Pastner. If you missed the last two about growing up in Houston being part of that Arizona national championship team early on in his, in his coaching days and, and, and getting the job at Memphis and what all that entailed. 
in part three, we talked about the accusations uh, by a former friend that got him in hot water with the NCAA and caused an investigation. That's where we begin part three of our discussion with Josh Pastner. Take a listen. What is it like to go through what you went through where somebody who you befriended and wanted to help turns on you? And you're somebody who, and I mean, look, maybe I have the wool over my eyes. Maybe I don't know. Just, but I've always, you've always struck me as somebody who just, you just want to help people. You just enjoy people, your interaction with people. But to go through something where I, wait, I was trying to help you and now you're trying to make me look like I'm a bad guy. Like what? Forget about the, the job stuff. Forget about any of the other stuff at home with your wife, you personally, emotionally, what is that experience like for you? Yeah. You know, Doug, look, I, I'm a, just in general, I'm a, I'm a guy that, that loves people. Um, I'm a glass that's over. I don't look at the glass as half full. I look at it as overflowing. I, I believe in positivity. Um, I, you know, I live by the, the thing when I say about how precious life is, like I tell people all the time about, you know, like every, literally every day is a gift. Every breath's a gift. Every heartbeat's a gift. Like, I don't just say that. And then, and then, in, and then go around, not think, like, I really believe that. Like, I love life. Um, I know how precious things is. Like, I, like Doug, I know how precious being a head coach is. Like, I, I don't take it for granted. There's not a day that goes by that I complain about one thing about my, because I, I love being a head coach and I know how precious. So I say all that to tell you that, that look, I mean, and, and I, I want to do good to people. I mean, I, I love people. You're, you know, and, and, and so when, 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 when somebody who you felt with you're trying to do good tries to turn on you for, 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 um, for reasons of, of just, you know, greed and just not for, for bad things, you're, you're, you, you have a sense of like, you know, of hurt, anger, just like how to, you know, you're, you just want to do the right thing. As how do you, how do you, how do you process that? Like, hey, did you go like did you go to therapy? Did you talk oh, to friends? Did you read books? Like you just kind of keep plowing through. Like that, that that's a hard thing. It's a right? very hard thing. It's a very hard thing, you know, and your and your positivity gets tested. Um, and it's easier said than done because it's easy to say, hey, just stay positive. Um, um, and that's easier said than done. But you you've gotta, you know, I was you know, you try to keep things in the best you can in perspective. And it's, again, I say that easier said than done. I was very thankful that I've had great, you know, I've had, I've obviously, my family has been unbelievable, but I've had great bosses who've been extremely supportive during some really tough times. And, um, but, but I also, you know, I still, and maybe it's just my character of, of my, of just my DNA. I'm such an ultra positive guy that I, that even in the worst of times, I've tried to find some positive out of things. And, and it's just kind of how my mind works. Um, but, but I will say, you know, you're more aware of things. Unfortunately, you get a little more aware when I say, unfortunately, like maybe you, you, you're a little more guy, you're a little more cautious before you're ready just to jump and answer that email or answer that text or answer that phone to when somebody's needing some help, you know, you're a little more, okay, let me check this out first. And so, you know, beforehand, I was just whatever I can do to, 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 to help, to, 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 to make someone feel better as a human being. If I can do that through basketball because of being a head coach, 
um, and, and give them a array of sunshine and array of hope and positivity and excitement and enthusiasm when they're going through some tough times. I, I look at it like that. I, 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 that's, a, that's a great thing to be able to do. But because of that, I'm a little now of what I went through, I'm more cautious now. I'm not so as quickly to just to re- say yes to someone who's saying they need help. I, I might need a little more checking, a little more careful on some things. And, and you learn, you live and learn. I mean, you're just, again, if I knew what I knew now, Doug, I would, when I look back, you'd think, okay, I, sh-, you know, but, but it happens to people, millions of people all the time where, where people get hit by people, you know, uh, of all kinds of different ways. And they look back and they say, I should have seen that at the time, but they just didn't see it because usually you're looking to see the goodness in things. Okay. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to lament on all this stuff, but I do want to ask one question. You give me the, the, the clearest answer you can. Okay. This is all that matters to me. If somebody to say, pastor's a cheer, right? It's cheer. What would your response be? Well, I mean, look, I mean, I, I can't worry about people think, but I, I really, you know, it's very important to me that we do things the right way, you know, that we follow the rules and, and, um, um, and you do the very, very best you can. I, I've really tried to create a, an incredible atmosphere of compliance, um, um, following the, the, the guidelines by the NC2A, the mission of the NC2A, the mission of our athletic departments, um, and, um, and, and part of that is, is, you know, you're, you're, that's, that's important to me. That's important to me to, to be a rules guy, to, 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 to follow. Right. What that's, that's, when, when this stuff went down, the people I know who know you are like, dude, of all the guys that I don't think of like, as guys that like do it the right way, like, like Josh should be the guy that, right. So, and, and we're friends, but I can't tell you, I know intricately well about how you do what you do, but the way I, the way I try and approach things is I just ask people that know and they're like, no way with Josh. Right. Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it. And to me, here's, here's the deal where I, you cannot like the rules. Okay. But there's a difference between breaking the rules intentionally and then saying, well, you know, I don't like the rules. Right. To me, it's go after the rules. Right. And, and try and you know, generate the momentum, which they're now obviously evolving and changing. Do you change somebody's grades or do it like that to me is a, is a no go. Right. Uh, do you, do you just give a guy a bag of cash? Like that's a, that's a no go. Like these are cheating things, bumps, shoes. Don't freaking care. Right. Like those are like, are we some of the, the workout stuff like you were talking about where they used to limit workout times? Like, Oh my God, are you kidding? Right. Um, so if, if, when you say, like, hey, look, it's important we do it the right way. It's those basic things, right? That we're we're discussing. Like, I don't, we don't buy kids to get them to come to school. We don't change their grades to get it right. Like, those are the things that you are. I mean, we 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 do the very best we can, and even on the littlest things, Doug. I mean, it's even on the little things. I, you know, I have a great relationship with our compliance department. Even when I was at uh, Memphis as the head coach, and and here at Georgia Tech, I've been I'm you know, being heavily involved with the, with our compliance department, you know, we're very transparent. Um, I, I mean, look, things can happen just inadvertently, you know, there, mistakes can happen. Uh, but, but we do the best we can to, to making sure that even the littlest of rules are followed. I'm not, I mean, look, I mean, we, we've all, I mean, it's just normal. You're going to have, um, uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to have minor 
um, uh, violations throughout. That's just part of it. And that's, and actually that's a healthy thing because if you catch it, you turn it in, you report, that's part of running a program. You're going to have little things. But what I would tell you is when the, when, when, you know, they went, I mean, when I, I got, we got fully investigated and fully through, I wasn't even named in, I wasn't named in anything in the, in the NC2A report. Uh, when everything came out, there was no, I, I wasn't, you know, named, uh, there was no head coach control. I, there was no violation. Um, there was just, you know, it just, you know, unfortunately, um, um, you know, uh, 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 some things happened and, and, and we were fortunate that, that, that we had a good compliance uh, and, 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 and we had a really good atmosphere of compliance. Unfortunately, just some, you know, things happen here and there, and that's just part of the, the world we live in. We were able to, to move forward from it and, um, and, and, and continued onward and upward with it, with our program. Okay, so you get the job. Was Josh already going there, or did you get Josh? Josh Okogie was already signed. He was, so he hadn't come to Georgia Tech yet, uh, but Brian Gregory and his staff did a really nice job of finding him. Uh, I, I, I say it was a three-pronged uh, part. Um, uh, uh, Josh Akogi or Brian Gregory and his staff did a great job of evaluating because he was not a highly level rated recruit. He wasn't a top hundred player, wasn't a top 10 player in the state of Georgia. Um, uh, but he was, um, uh, but he was a good player. So Brian Gregory and his staff did a good job on the evaluation. Our staff did a really good job on developing him. He, wait, 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 hold on, wait, let, don't, don't skip. Okay. So you get the job. Yep. Okay. Because I don't think people understand how this shit works, right? And honestly, I don't totally know how it works. Okay, so you're at Memphis. BG gets fired. You get the job. Okay, like while you're in route, are you like, all right, who do they have signed? Like, when do you when do you get to the all right? What are we, what are we working with here? Because as as I've learned, and as you've kind of pointed out, when you're coaching a team, you're not you don't know about what's going on in the ACC. You don't care. You're worried about your team, your kids, your program, and maybe your league. That's it. And Georgia Tech, as much as it's a great job at a great school in a great city, like their stuff isn't in your kind of purview. Like that's you're, you're in a tunnel. Okay. So you like, are you on a private plane to go to the press conference and you're figuring out staff and roster? Like how does it, how did it actually work? Yeah. So when I got the job in Memphis, I, I went, uh, when I got the job at Georgia Tech, I was in Memphis and then, and then, we flew to, to Atlanta to do the press conference. And um, uh, yes, you, you're, you, you know, you're, you're just trying to get your, you know, gra you're grasping everything that's, that's, you know, your head around everything of, of when you take over and there's a lot of going on. I mean, you get tons of phone calls, obviously people went to the job, you get the current staff there that just got, you know, relieved of their duties. They obviously would like to stay on. You got the current players, you got recruiting, um, the signees, there's just a lot of people you got to meet. So there's just a lot of stuff to do, you know, and, and I felt I did a good job. You know, I didn't rush in anyone I hired. I took my time. Um, uh, I was really running the program by myself for almost a month in a sense before I hired anyone. I really was slow moving on, on, on my hiring. Um, and, um, but, but I ended up, you know, again, just like I did at Memphis, hired a lot of really good uh, coaches. I did the same thing at Georgia Tech. Hired a lot of really good coaches, and um, um, and so. Uh, uh, but I say all that to say that um, 
that but like you gotta re, you gotta re-recruit these kids right and then yeah, you, you gotta, gotta decide like now, now, do i, I want them right correct do I, do I want them correct and, and there's and, some and, kids that you're like well he's signed so technically i take him but i gotta go like well you could come but you might not play like for josh specifically had you decide like one did you want him two did you have to fight to keep him right like what was that like yeah, I mean, look, I had some, I had some opportunities, you know, with the guys when I met with them, and a couple guys didn't stay. The 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 current guys, a couple of them had ended up moving on, but thankfully, majority of them, you know, stayed. A lot of them stayed, and 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 they were seniors. They were going to be seniors, so we had some guys, upperclassmen guys, and then we had, you know, the signees of the of the recruiting class, and um, um, and Josh Kogi was one of them, and so I had to go to his home and try to, you know, and I didn't know Josh. I never seen Josh play before me getting to the job. I mean, he wasn't like some highly level raised. So, so again, paint the picture. What's it like? Like what's, but tell me, Josh Kogi home visit. You just get the job. Go. Well, yeah. And, and it took, and it, it was about, you know, it wasn't the first day or second day. It was a couple, it was about a week later I, when I went into his home. Cause there's just so much going on. I went to his home and, um, and we, you know, he has a beautiful family and, um, um, and they were really big about him going to Georgia Tech, his mom and dad, uh, based on based on academics. They did not have any they were not they didn't have a basketball field. They, you know, they, they were all about academics. They, they didn't even know if the kid would ever play or if he was even any good. They had no clue. It was academics, academics, academics. And, um, um, you know, his high school coach um uh was in the meeting and he understood you know josh has a chance to be a good player and his brother josh's brother there who was who's a dentist but again he 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 thought well maybe but but again academic academics was the number one thing for that family and there wasn't even a talk about basketball and of course so we were talking about georgia tech but then i explained about my style and why i think i'd be good for josh and um you know look doug my style is not for everybody and I tell everyone this, you know, I, I don't curse. Um, I don't use any foul language. I'm very positive. I'm very demanding and I high, have high standards. Uh, but, but, and, um, but, but it's, so I tell them, if you, Hey, look, if you, if you need a coach that's going to be in your grill and cursing at you to get you motivated, I'm not a good guy for that. Like I, I'm, I'm a motor guy. I believe in motor and, and, and positive. And like, I'm going to demand excellence from you. I'm going to hold you accountable and tell you the truth, but I'm not going to play mind games. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm very direct. Uh, what you see is what you get. I believe in like having a pep in your step, like being excited about life, being excited about opportunities. But if you need someone to kind of curse at you and get underneath your skin by, by, you know, I said, I'm the, I'm, I'm the wrong coach because I, I don't. And I said, I'm going to. And, and, and so when I recruit guys, I tell them that like, I'm, I might not be the guy for you. If that's, if that's what you, if, you know, and, 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 and if that's not what you want, um, that's okay. And, um, and so if you don't have that internal drive, that self-motivation, maybe I'm not the right, this, I'm not going to, I'm going to drive you to be excellent, but I'm going to drive you to be excellent through a lot of positivity, through a lot of like, you know, motor and, 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 and holding you to a high standard, but doing it in a way of, of, with, with, with the ultimate level of respect. Um, and I think the family appreciated that. So they signed off as did Josh to play, to say, Hey, let's, let's continue this out. But he wasn't a highly, it wasn't like a right. bunch of schools were trying to so, get him. So, so how long after you had him 
or you're like, I, I thought after the first, after the guy. summer, after, after the summer, I told our staff, I think he, he, by his junior year, he could be all ACC by his junior year. And that's what ended up hurting what, 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 what actually, you know, we won the ACC this past season, but what hurt us um, in, in getting there even quicker was I did not plan in per, that for Josh leaving after a sophomore year. He was tremendous for us for two years. I thought he'd be, he needed a third year. And I thought after his third year, he'd be probably good enough to go after, after, especially after his freshman year. But I said he'd be, I told our staff after his junior, he'd be all ACC. Well, look, his after his sophomore year, he was, he was, he, he was a 20th pick in the draft. And we probably, and that, and our, so my third year in the program, we took a little step backwards because of the fact that right. I didn't prepare accordingly for Josh Okoge leaving after a sophomore year. And if you look, because we had a great, my first year, we had a great first year. You know, we got, we, you know, we, we, we did some things that had not been done at Georgia Tech. The second year we were up and down, but I knew because we had lost a lot of seniors. I knew second year was going to, and I've said this earlier, you know, in our, in our, in our first episode that it was going to be that, that, that second year is usually the hardest year because you're new. So I knew, I thought the third year we were going to be, we were going to be really good. I thought, I thought the third year we we're going to start making the move, but because Josh left, that ended up hurting us and took us a step back. And then when he told us he was not coming back, it was too late in the recruit to sign. And I, I couldn't get anyone. And then now, so we had some ups and downs at third year, but then I will tell you our fourth year and fifth year, the last two years here, we have done some things at Georgia tech that has not been done one in the history of Georgia tech, hadn't been done in over 30 years, hadn't been done things in 15 years and over a deck. I mean, I could just round, I could just start running off a bunch of stats the point is, is it took us probably the fourth and fifth year to do that. It would have probably happened a year earlier if Josh had not left us. And I would have been more prepared for Josh leaving after his junior than his sophomore year. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. 
Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the Ryobi leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with Ryobi's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Um, Jose Alvarado. First time you saw him was when? I saw him um, in in um, in the summer for, uh, of AAU basketball after I got the job, and you know, and my assistant. You know, I, again, I've had great great assistant coaches. Um, and Tavares Hardy, who's now the head coach at Loyola of Maryland, um, brought me to see him. And he had he was at Georgetown prior to me hiring him here at Georgia Tech, but he. Um, he told me about Jose Alvarado and he says, coach, I'm telling you this kid. And, you know, of course, when you watch Jose, he's small, you know, and there's a lot of things. He wasn't overly quick. Um, I had a lot of people tell me from New York, like, coach, are you sure? You know, cause I, and I kind of, I liked him. I went, but I was, you know, as he, but people would tell me he's, not, you know, cause at the time he's a two star, three star guy, but he's, you know, but he's been around winning. He won in high school. He won an AAU ball. And, and, and what was interesting is, I had so many people tell me, I'm not so sure he's good enough. Like, cause he's small. He's not quick. He can't do this coach. You're in the ACC. You're in the ACC. Well, I remember in a Sunday morning game in Las Vegas, it was 8 AM game. His team had a bunch of really good players here and, and they were playing eight. And it was, I was in the, you know, they had some high level guys and they didn't feel like it was a long summer. I could tell they were ready to go home. Eight, you always, I, I had this, I had a pod with Jamel Thomas, right. And we have, part two coming out as well. And Jamel was on the Gauchos and he had him, Sham God and Stefan Marbury. And they lost in the, when it was, it used to be just one big term. Remember the Nike, Nike one, John Farrell's. And they, everybody used to say like, you want to play New York team? Play them at 8 a.m. Cause they just got in at 4 a.m. Right. And so I, you're painting the picture perfectly kind of marrying our two podcasts. Right. So it's 8 a.m. Do you remember what high school, what, what gym it's at? Yeah, it was at it was at it was at um, Durango. Uh, Gorm, no, it was at Gorman Gorman, Gorman Bishop. Yeah, and um, um, and I remember, and um, I was there, and it was eight a.m. There's not a lot of people in the gym, and they didn't feel like playing, but other than one guy, and that was Jose Alvarado. And Jose Alvarado got into these guys in his own teammates' face because they weren't playing hard. They weren't, and I and I and I mean, and he, it didn't matter. He wanted to win so bad, like so bad. It didn't matter if it was a long winning mattered to him more than breathing, literally. And I saw that. I was like, I have to have this kid because you know why? I, in my mind, in my vision, I said, when we line up for the national anthem and we're playing Duke, North Carolina, Syracuse, and they have all these McDonald's All-Americans and the best players in the country, 
and you're done with warm-ups and the sweat's coming down, Jose Alvarado is going to look across the, 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 the line there on the other side, the free throw line, and be like, man, I'm going right for your juggler vein. I'm going right at you. I'm not a, I don't care about your accuracy. I'm, I'm going to play with such an edge and a chip. There was no fear with him. He, had, he wanted to go compete against those guys and didn't care about the name on their jersey or, anything, or the name on the back of the jersey of the opponent. He was going right at them. And I said, I've got to have that guy. And in order for us to be successful at Georgia Tech, we need, I needed some guys with some chips and edges on their shoulders. And Jose set the tone for us on that, um, you know, and, um, and, and he's been an incredible guard during this time here. He, I said this, and let me just say this, the year before when he got there, my, my first year, like I had a great guard. His dad is a head coach um, now at Eastern Michigan, Josh Heath, Stan Heath's dad. He yeah. was a hard-nosed playing guy. Quentin Stevens, I had this kid who would not uh, – this, this is an incredible story. Honest to God, true story. I'll go back to Jose. Let me just say this story. I know we're running. No, tell the story. It's better. This is what it's but, about. But so I'm, we're ha- we have the pro these the guys the programs in. Okay, it's called the program. They're they're military guys. They come in, and it's a it's you know they put some things. It's like a, a thirty six hour deal. They put you through some things. It's kind of team building. So, and Quentin Stevens, you know, th- this was the greatest thing that happened to Quentin Stevens, and he'll tell you. So we're there, and people always say Quentin's you know wasn't real tough and. Just a, you know, wasn't a tough, hard-nosed player and this and that. So we're in this preseason thing in September. We're at the program, and these two, this is this Navy SEAL and this Marine. They're, they're going to put us through the thing. They said, can anyone not go through the, um, the, the, the training? Quentin Stevens raises his hands, and I'm like, man, they all told me when I got the job, or this guy's got a lot of, you know, it's not tough. And, you know, once he get out of things, he raises his hand, he's, and so he stands up. And Quentin's a phenomenal young man. And he says, yeah, my big toe's bothering me. And um, he was like, you know, and he, which he did. He had a big toe deal. He had a big toe was bothering him. And so the Marine and the SEAL said, okay, they weren't going to make him do anything. I could see that kind of like, I could see the Marine, the guy was like, you know, I mean, this guy, this Marine guy was <laughs> like, he was, he had done Are something. Are you kidding he, me like, right like, now? Like he, yeah. he, I, he, he was telling stories where he like, he enjoyed like wrestling with like lions and tiger. He was do, like, he was just. You know, it was great. And so like, he did things like that on his spare time. Like he'd want to go and like, so we're walking out. I'm walking with Quentin, the guy, and he grabs Quentin and says, hey, let me just tell you something. Dude, I just got to tell you this. Because I was on the battlefield and I had a teammate who got, his, who got snipered and his entire leg got blown off. And the guy is laying there, his legs blown off. And he, his legs like, you know, you know, 10, 15 feet away from his body, he's getting shot at while he's bleeding out. He, he scrambles to his gun without a leg and he starts picking up his gun and shooting back at the people to, 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 to help his teammates, to give them cover. He goes, and, and so the Marine turns and don't you ever tell me that your big toe is bothering you and you can't perform. Um, I mean, and the guy's eyes were like, you should have seen his eyes. He, he was so locked in when he was telling Quentin this. I'm just telling you this. Quentin, like, looked at him. He performed the entire thing. Quentin Stevens became, he, he, was, he was the best, the best 50-50 ball and, and defensive rebounder for, in the ACC that year. He played so hard every position. You ever seen those plays where Dennis Rodman like leans yeah. out? 
that, that was Quentin. He gave his body like you wouldn't believe. He had more toughness of rebounds, getting hit, dot, flipping in the air to get balls. And it was all because of what that Marine told him. It changed his mindset. And I was so proud of Quentin. He, he helped us win so many games. But because of that, that instant changed his, his trajectory of his career. And so he was, but I say all that, that going back to Jose Alvarado, and I'm so proud of Quentin. I love him. He's such an incredible, but he won us so many games because of how hard he played. But in a guy's like Josh Heath, the same way. Corey, I this kid coming off the bench, Corey Hayward. Man, this kid played so hard, for, so hard. It was incredible. And Josh Okogie is a hard playing guy. You know, he, his, his Twitter handle is nonstop, you know, which he is a high motor. But Jose Alvarado, I say all that to say, I believe Jose Alvarado is the greatest 50-50 ball guy mm -hmm. in the history of Georgia Tech. And, um, and, he, there, and, and it's the reason he's the two-time all-time back-to-back years, led, him in, led the ACC in steals. The only other player ever to do that was Chris Paul, ACC Defensive Player of the Year. The guy was tough. As nails on more balls. Isn't ever. that aren't I again? I understand you're in a bottom line business, okay? Right? I understand like you're a nice human being and you treat people well and you're having an amazing life because of those things. And 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 you're judged based on wins and losses. But you talk about a kid who had a reputation as being a little soft and he becomes this incredible teammate and hard playing dude. Like isn't that kind of what it's all about? Right? Like, isn't that like that's like that's really what what the what the job is supposed to be? And again, I under and and generally, if those guys change from boys to men, if they do, you're going to win more games because of it. But like, isn't that the core of what you're doing? Right? Is teaching something because that those lessons, like that's why I think. I mean, I know there's there's medical salespeople that they love to hire athletes because most athletes like you're not going to be good unless you get up and work out on days you don't want to work out. Right. Or unless you've dealt with the fact that you got to get up and get in practice. And know it's going to suck because you guys just lost a game. You should have won. Like those are the things that help you for the rest of your life. And I would I do think that we sometimes get lost in what is this actually all about? That's what it's about. Well, and that's where you're, you're, you know, the, 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 the mission of the NC2A. Yes, Doug, you, you got, you want to win. Who doesn't want to win? That's what's great about sports. It's the best reality of best reality TV show, because you don't know the outcome. It's what makes the NCAA tournament great. It makes just college athletics great. Um, but that's, what's the mission of the NC2A. That's the mission of, of college, of high school, whatever it may be. The mission is to, mm -hmm. to, to help the, the, the young person and to help the student athlete. Mm -hmm. Yes. As coaches, we all get paid a lot of money. We do have responsibilities to, to, to have success on the court because that helps everything. Um, but, but as a coach, one of the great satisfactions is, is when you go to graduation and you see the guys walk across the straight stage and graduate and knowing that, you know, um, you know four years – because Plus, you're like a, you're a legit, like, like Georgia Tech. There ain't no hiding majors yeah. at Georgia Tech, man. No, no question. And, and, and so, and, 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 um, you know, and when I would like, I'll tell you, like, like at Memphis, and I, and, and I feel like you might have this feeling why you feel so close to Eddie, Sut Coach Sutton. Um, you know, and, and just because, you know, like when I was at Memphis, I had some guys who maybe had, you know, had like a second chance and they yeah. had an opportunity where, where, where they, they, 
you know, they had some struggles early and I, and I could see, man, the, the, the time you, I invested to see these guys change their life. Yes. I wanted to win and help them in basketball, but through basketball gave me such satisfaction to see them to, to, to understand about discipline and opportunities to really change their life. Or maybe they had a previous mistake or they had some tough issues prior to, and then you see them change their life and then become, you know, married and have, you know, kids or working and doing great things and, and because of basketball, maybe because of a coach or because of environment, it allowed them to change and change their trajectory of their life. And and Daryl Daryl Walker Daryl Walker tells anybody who will listen that he would end up on the street dead if not for Coach Sutton in Arkansas. Like you, he would have. And um, you know, I, I just that that's what in many ways we we get lost in the so many things that don't matter, and what does matter is the having guidance and, and that's somebody. where the power that's where the power of a coach can come in and how and 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 and, and when you really look at it because you know look but see i i think and and again i understand that like if you say i don't like the transfer portal and all these things as a coach and you got to take kind of you got to do it right but i think the transfer thing hurts it i, I just the ability to go and and not have to sit out, like, okay, I why didn't you play him? Well, maybe I didn't play him because he didn't practice hard. He just didn't. Or he wasn't doing what he was – all these little things I wanted him to do, he didn't do. And so I didn't reward him with playing time. And what happens – I'm, I'm trying to coach a kid. You can't coach him if there's no punishment for leaving. And you people, you, you hear the word punishment, and you're like, well, that's just unfair. You're – you're doing like, no, that's, there's a, there's a process there. Right. And if you trust the person in the process and trust that by year three and four, there'll be a grown up, and they come in. And I, I just, I think we're ruining that with, with some of the recent policies, which are so in favor of the player that it takes away the ability for the coach to actually do his job. Yeah. You know, um, well, look, I mean, the, the tra- regarding the transfer portal, Doug, um, um, you know, that, that, that has, you know, cause a lot of people ask me about it, you know, that train has left the station. It's not going back. No like, question. It's, it's so, so you're going to have to adapt to that. Just like you're going to have to adapt to the NIL name image likeness. College athletics has changed and it will continue to change. And, and we'll see how the NIL changes things. We'll see how, you know, the transfer portal has changed things obviously. And Doug, you're, you know, you can't, complain about it or be upset you're you're you have to be flexible you've got to be able to adapt you've got to be willing to change because if not you'll get left behind because those things have like the train has left the station whether people agree or disagree with it it's not going backwards right um what was it like like you take the georgia tech job and i think to many people was like he just had to take a job because he because because the memphis job had gone stale right to go from that place where you take a job through like, Hey, Georgia Tech's got great history, but you ain't winning there. You know, you got, it ain't, it ain't just the old days. If you got Duke and Carolina, you got Duke, you got Carolina, Virginia just won the national championship, Syracuse, Louisville, right? Like that looks unbelievable. Unbelievable. I didn't even get into the other Florida state to go from taking the job, winning 13 games in year two to winning the ACC. What is that feeling like? Yeah, no, it was an incredible, first of all, again, 
all, you know, it's just three things. One, thank God I had great bosses, you know, one gave me an opportunity and also stuck by me. Um, so, you know, a mix of, 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 of at the time, you know, um, um, to get hired and then, and then to be able to continue to, to, to see that, just to, to see it all the way through Two, I've had great assistant coaches and great staffs. That's a huge thing. And then three, and most importantly, and you can't do it. I mean, it's, we've had great, um, young men and, and been very fortunate on that, but Doug, um, yeah, to win the ACC and, and, and you look back because, you know, when I took over Memphis, I took it over. To, I've seen it from both spectrums. I mean, I've seen a lot. I've been through a lot and um, um, see something where you're taking over at the very highest of high levels. And then you're taking something over where you're, where you're kind of starting from the ground zero to build it up. I've seen it from both directions, but to, to say you've, you've done it both ways, you've been successful. You know, we've had good success in both ways. And then to, uh, to, to, in the end, to win the ACC championship, um, it, it's, it's beyond to, to you know, as time has evolved going into this summer, you look back and say, man, that's just an amazing accomplishment in this league. And because I remember, and I got a little flack for this, and I, and I understand looking back why, why I could get flack. After my first year, we finished 11th. And we had won, we were eight and, or we were nine and 11 in the league or excuse me, eight and 10 in the league. And I was like, wow. I mean, eight wins in this league. And I was like, I don't know if we'll get to eight wins again. I don't know if we'll get, I mean, we might not be, I, we might not get to, you know, how hard it is to get to eight. And I was saying we should tell people have no idea. have no idea to get eight wins in this league. And then I remember, and some people are saying, well, how could you say, I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that, but I was, I said it because I knew how hard it was to get eight wins. And then to go back and, and, and in the back-to-back years here to finish, you know, uh, in the top five in both years and, and to have the wins. You know, it, it, was, it was the first time in over 30 years for Georgia Tech to have back-to-back winning records in ACC play. I mean, it's been a long time back. I mean, we, this year we set the record for the most consecutive ACC home wins. Um, first time in the history to have back-to-back double-digit ACC wins. Uh, or, or, or yeah, over 500. Um, and so we've had, we've had a lot, you know, obviously over a decade, get back to the tournament over, t- you know, 20 years, 23 years, you know, to win a, um, or 28 years to win the ACC type championship. So, um, you know, there's just, there's been a lot of great things and, you know, the, the, the challenge, well, can you try to sustain that? Cause this yeah. league is a monster. And, and, well, look, so what's, and then, so what's, so what's that? That's the next question. Yeah. What's realistic, right? Because you lose, you not only lose two-time steals leader, defense player of the year, but he's a four-year starter, a point guard. Right? And when Georgia Tech's been great, and this is why I almost went there, right? point guard you. I mean, just unbe- unbelievable list of point guards. But, like, this is a hard landscape. Now, the good thing is, Coach K last year at Duke, right? North Carolina, we'll see. There's turnover there. You know, the league, there's going to be some some changing, some evolution of some of these programs. There's going to be some challenge, like, for John Shire, like that's a tough. You you think following John Calipari is tough at, at Memphis? Like that's tough. Try following Mike Shishovsky at Duke. Good luck, bud. Um, so okay, with, with that in mind, what is the plan in terms of sustainability and and the realistic kind of plan in terms of sustainability? You know, um, look, you you want to you want to sustain and keep it at the highest of high levels that you can, and and. And, and let me just say this, there's multiple blue bloods. That's what makes this league so amazing. Mike's blue blood, 
you know, I Carolina, Louisville, Syracuse. I, I consider Virginia blue blood. You know, when you think about it, from what Tony Bennett has done, I mean, it's it's off the charts. What 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 Florida State has done, what Leonard Hamilton has done. I know they, they you know, I mean, I mean, over the last decade, look at his success. You know, I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, heck, Mike Gray is the winningest coach in the history of Notre Dame. Um, um, you know, I, I look, Jim Laranega at Miami. I mean, uh, you know, think about no, you, you don't you don't have to sell me in the league. So I know, no, and that's what's, why I know, what's the realistic I, plan. No, what's the realistic plan? I could go on about multiple more coaches in this league. You sound like, you sound like Dick Vitale. Oh, hello, you talk about Mike Bray and well, Mike Krzyzewski. Well, no, I, I, I the oh, coaches in this. Well, Chris Megan did it, it's Xavier. Oh, the, right? like I get it. The coaches right? in this league are all, all coaches in this league. Are, but so with, all the coaches in this league are amazing. And, and But I will say the, the reality moving forward of really – you know, this, you 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 want to compete and challenge for the, you know, for the ACC regular season and, and tournament championships. That's what you want to do. We're all striving for that. Does it happen? I mean, that's going to be the, you know, the, we're we're going to do all we can to try to continue into that into that avenue. But I know it's not easy. I know it, how hard it is and the challenge it is. But we're up for the challenge. We'll see if we can continue to moving forward. I believe we can, but we're going to have to get it done on the floor. You know, Doug, you got to get a little lucky. You got to you know, knock on wood. You got to stay healthy. You got to continue to recruit well and continue to develop. And, and you're going to have to, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a make or miss game. It's a fine line. You got to put the ball in the basket. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's giving incredible. This is it. We've got an Amex platinum pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the RYOBI 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the RYOBI leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with RYOBI's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work. 
done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Um, you win the ACC, you've done this incredible job at Georgia Tech, but it didn't feel like you got a shot at Arizona. And like, I mean, I kind of saw it coming because of the, the other stuff. Right. But I mean, that had to be your dream job. And it's not like you haven't proven yourself. And like you win 30 games in Memphis, you win the ACC at Georgia Tech. Right. And again, please, please keep in mind anybody at Georgia Tech. I wanted to go to Georgia Tech. Like we could do a pod on what happened with, with Georgia Tech when I transferred out of, out of Notre Dame. So I love and respect Georgia Tech. I think it's an amazing place. But to win the ACC is an amazing accomplishment. Amazing. But to not really get deep into the Arizona job. How do you, how do you process that one emotionally? Well, let me just say this. Um, I mean, look, I love my time at Arizona. Are you kidding me? I mean, I was there for 13 years as a player, staff member, assistant coach, part of a team that won the national championship. Some of my best friends are my teammates. And my, and the, I mean, I loved, I loved Tucson. I loved everything about it. I mean, you know, you're, I, I could list you guys. You don't have to go on and on. Just get, okay, get so, to so I, but no, so I, but I say all that to, but no, but I say all that to say that I've been, I haven't been there in a long time. And so, I, and so, I know, but Josh, but, but let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Zona, okay? Yeah, I understand. Okay, but, but, but let me just say this. Zona. So, but and I, I, I understand. And, and, and I love Arizona and I always have, you know, but at the, but I also have a, you know, there was, as time has evolved, I just kept it like I recognize, man, I, I, I'm at Georgia Tech. I'm 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 in a great position. I'm in the ACC. You're an emotional human being. And truth be told, you're a very normal human being. Right. You have positivity. But when you're like. What do I got to do? You know what I mean? And it's. And, and look, I, I wish nothing but success for Tommy. Tommy's been good to me, but you hired a guy with no Arizona ties, who's never called a timeout before. And you had a guy who went there, played there, won a championship, coached there, just won the ACC. And, like, that has to, on some level, like, piss you off? Like, be disappointed? Like you had to, there, there has to be something other than I haven't been there a long time and it's changed a lot. I, I know, like, look, I haven't lived in Oklahoma in 20 years or whatever. Okay. And Mike has been incredible to me. Incredible. Okay. And I interviewed there and they gave it to him. And I was like, dude, that one, that hurts. Right. It, it, it hurts. And he's been great. Like I have no, it will, like, I think I want Mike Boynton to succeed just like you want Tommy to succeed, right? Nobody wants to all modern to be shitty. Nobody. 
and you want your alma mater to be good. So they go like, Hey, you're good now. Wait, remember back when we won a national championship, but how do you, how do you deal with, with that emotionally and mentally that you, you didn't get what anybody would consider a fair shake? Well, let me just say this, first of all, and um, one is I mean, you look at the Arizona uh, former players like and, 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 and I've known Tommy Lloyd for a long time. He's a, you know, he's going to do a great job at Arizona. He did an incredible job with Mark Few at Gonzaga. Um, uh, he, he's going to have tremendous success. Um, you know, Jack Murphy is, is there with him. Jason Terry's with him. He, he's going to be extremely successful there. Um, so, you know, that's just part of the, the job people, you know, when you, when presidents and ADs hire, they, they, they have someone, I, and that's just part of the profession and Tommy Lloyd's going to do great. But I'd also say, take me out of it. Like I, I, as an Arizona guy, but no, but as an Arizona guy, like, I'm just saying that I know that, you know, look, you had Steve Kerr, who's, you know, going to be in the hall of fame for coaching. You got Luke Walton, one of the, you know, best coaches, Damon Stoudemire, you know, who's, you know, so I wasn't thinking me during that time. Yes. I know I've had some success both at Memphis and and Georgia tech. Um, And so I, I, again, keeping things in, in perspective, Doug. um, I mean, so, so I, I, I always, I felt all along that, um, that it was probably going to be a guy like Damon or Luke Walton. And I obviously Luke and Steve Kerr probably didn't want to come back to college, but obviously what Damon's done at Pacific, but that's just part of the, the, that's part of college athletics, a president and an athletic director, you know, they're going to, you know, they, they might feel comfortable. So, and they might have a vision with someone else. That's just part of it. That's how things work. It's just, listen, I could say the same thing about when I got the job at Memphis or even got the job at Georgia tech, people could be saying those are part of it. I get it. Um, and, um, and, 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 and so in that whole time, I understand what you're saying, but I also had a perspective that I'm in the ACC. I'm at Georgia Tech. I, I, love, spot. I love Atlanta. I'm in a great spot. And the whole time I was really thinking, think, you know, again, like I said, whether they hired Tommy Lloyd or not, I was thinking maybe, you know, Damon Stoudemire, man, he's been so good at Pacific. Or obviously Steve Kerr and Luke Walton probably weren't going to leave the NBA, but Damon Stoudemire has done a great job. But, but Tommy Lloyd's going to do a great job. I mean, I've known Tommy. He's been, I mean, look at Gonzaga. You can't, you can't deny their success. They've been extremely successful. And, um, and, and part of that reason they've been that successful because of Tommy Lloyd. Uh, okay. I got two more. I know you gotta go. I gotta go too. Okay. Um, first one is, uh, recruiting the super elite guys, right? The now it's one of the things, uh, Jay Wright used to talk about this all the time, uh, back when the first time they went to the final four, they had the number one recruiting class and then they were bad. And then he said, they, they come up with this OKGs, right? Our kind of guys. You got to recruit your kind of guys. Now you've had success at Georgia Tech and you're in Atlanta where there's dudes. Plus, uh, Georgia Tech has always recruited New York City well. Jose is from New York City. You have connections everywhere. How do you manage that with success? You can get into homes that you couldn't get into previously. Yet you might recruit, you might not like, Josh is the kind of guy that Georgia Tech has to get in order to be sustained success, right? A little under the radar, academic minded, and comes in and just becomes a, a great player, right? I mean, it doesn't mean that you can't take a higher level, but how do you balance out the, do I go after the top 50, top 25 kids that have to play right away and it's harder to win with them right away versus the guys that are more your kind of guys that you've been successful with at Georgia Tech? 
Well, look, Doug, I think it's part of it is, um, you know, I, I, as we talked about previously, a lot of it's devaluation. You got to do a great job evaluating. Um, and then you got to do at, at Georgia Tech, you got to do a great job at player development. Um, that's important to us. We, we spend a lot of time on that and getting guys better because we're probably not going to get the guy that's instantly ready to, to go right to the NBA. So I think you've got to do a You've got to really and I've, and I've heard coaches speak about this when they've had success. They maybe have tried to go in a different direction than what's got them successful and it's ended up backfiring on them. So I think we've got to stay to who we are. We understand who we are at Georgia Tech. Um, I, I, you know, with what makes us as as our athletic director likes to say, kind of the secret sauce of, of what makes us um, uh, what makes Georgia Tech special. And we've got to continue staying in that um in that realm. And, um, and we've got to continue doing that. And, uh, and so keeping, keeping discipline, keeping focus, look, we all want to get the best players we can get who doesn't. Um, but it's finding the right fit. And I think just because you're having success, yes, more doors open for you for, for student athletes, but that doesn't mean it's the right fit for the program or we're the right fit for them, vice versa. So I think staying disciplined and you've heard many programs when they've had great success they've gone away from what's made them successful and it's ended up backfiring on them so i think us staying the course on who we are and what we're about uh, and what's important to me and us as a staff and a program we got to stay in that in that in that uh, in that direction all right the face mask who can't who's who is your wife who gave you the face mask to start? well the face shield what happened was was i was struggling coaching with the face with the with the mask because you just took it on and off all the time. And I felt like when I was yelling, you know, I was yelling at the guys through the face mask. One, they, couldn't, understand you. they couldn't understand me. They couldn't see my facial expressions. And then three, I felt like I was suffocating, you know? And so it was just, so I said, I can't, it's hard for me to coach in this. So I had to use the face shield. I didn't feel like I was, I, you know, in the, you didn't feel like you were suffocating because, you know, two, they could see your facial expressions and three, um, um, it was just, you know, I wasn't touching it. How many times would you see coaches with the mask touching their face all the time on and off, on and off with the facial? Yeah. I lifted it up a few times, but the majority of time I kept it down and it, and it was just became one of those things, you know, people are calling me the welder. Cause I look, and I told people, please don't call me the welder. It's a, it's totally disrespectful to the, to that profession. I can't even change a light bulb for crying out loud. So I felt awful for anyone that's a true welder. People are calling me a dentist, you know, cause a dentist wears that. I says, please don't, I said, these the dentists go to school for eight years to become a dentist. You know, I said, that's not fair to the dentist. I said, you know, I said, I feel awful for the dentist that they're, they're comparing me to a dentist. So I was being called all kinds of different names, but I like the face shield. It was, it was simple. It was easy. And, um, and if we have to wear masks again next year, I'll wear the face shield again. I don't foresee us having to do that, but if we were, if we were mandated to do so, I'd be wearing the face shield again. And you've gotten a haircut between part one and part two, by the way. I did. I, I, I have gotten, I, during the season, I'd gotten zero haircut because I was just trying to, you know, I didn't want to have any issue or could have got possibly contracted COVID. So I really, you know, and then, and then after seeing, I got a haircut, which was in March, and I just got a haircut just recently. So it's been a, it, you know, about a three month window, three to four months. I can go and it can get a little wild, but I had to get a haircut. It was and you had the you had the Jufro going like yeah, it was it was, it was getting was, wild. It was it was it was it was, yeah. it was uh, Jonah Jonah Hill level. Jonah, it was Jonah getting Hill. wild. There was no doubt about it. Um, okay, so this was actually the last question. 
one thing that you had to do or you did during the pandemic, did during COVID with all these protocols, that you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to do this even when the world opens back up. The restrictions are going away. And God willing, we'll be out of it. But there are some great, like working, I work from home a bunch, like these things. For you, one thing that you you did during COVID that you're going to try and continue to do that, um, what, what, is the, what is the expression? It's uh, necessity is the mother of all invention. That necessity became the invention. I, I can just, you know, there's three things just top off my head. Number one is, you know, I, I used to be a big meeting guy to, to make sure that we met as a staff to be organized. So we need to all be in the office to meet. To what time? What time did you used to always meet? At? I mean, we usually met right. You know, maybe it'd be about like noon or you know, like a let. So that gave us time in the morning to watch the previous day's practice or the, you know, to kind of get our thoughts together. Do it. So right, right about eleven thirty noon, we would meet and then and just to kind of be organized going into the day of practice. And, you know, but but I, you know, from this, we've met a lot through Zoom or or, or Microsoft Teams. Like I, we don't have we meetings now like hey let's just get on a team's call like we don't have to all be in the office to to meet we so we can get accomplished that's one two i we don't need to be in the film room um to all close together to watch film we did film all year long on our in the in the gym in our and sitting in the stands spread out with a bit we just rolled in a big tv and we just had space to me i think we'll just continue to do that i like that better you know i mean instead of being all you know, uh, uh, right next to each other in a smaller film room. And three, um, I hope we continue this. I, I, I don't see and I, nothing against sportsmanship because I think sportsmanship is so important. But, I, you know, I think we should keep fist bumping or elbow bumping before the games. Um, and even after the games, is there necessary to, to continue to shake hands? You know, I know that we're, you're going against each other. That's okay. Well, tell, tell me what, tell me why. But because I, 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 yes, we all talked about COVID, but let's talk about colds and flus and strep throats and sore throats and, you know, all kinds of other stuff. That but can, not, not the, not the, you're not the, some guys are anti-handshake because, you know, the idea of fight happening or. No, know. not that. I, no, nothing with that. I was thinking more, more germ wise. No, it's smart. I mean, like, look, health. nobody got the flu this year. Like, no, there, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, health. I, I'm just thinking more health and safety, and people would say, "Well, Willis Wilson, Willis Wilson comes back to Willis Wilson." Yeah, what's the difference? They're saying, "Well, what's the difference of you know you're banging against each other?" Yeah, I get that, but sometimes when you're going, you know, your hand, everyone's shaking the hands after, and then all of a sudden, you hugging dudes, hug, you're touching the uh. face, you know, and then you touch the face, and that, and you, and what we've all learned, that's very, that's how a lot of things get transmitted. Of Again, we're not not just COVID, but colds and flus and and that can maybe how to eliminate some of those things. And so that, that those are some things. So I, I'm more cautious about that. Like I've looked about that, like, um, you know, even on the road, do we need to have everyone serve, you know, in a, in a when we have a buffet? I like the fact this year we had one server wearing gloves. None of our players could touch the things. The person served the food to them because that way we all were touching the handles. Um, I, I, I thought that was smart. I mean, how about there's a lot of things that I think we can learn totally. from, from this to maybe continue to keep us healthier moving forward to avoid little things that, you know, cause look, 
COVID's a big thing, but the little things of like nobody likes to get a cold or a sore throat or a sinus headache or things or that because of but, but it's it's also it goes hand in hand with the meetings, right? Like you're yeah. you're being smarter about your time, you're being smarter yeah. about your health. Like like really smart people look back at things and go like, look, overall it sucked, right? It sucked, but you know, early on you got more time with your kids than you ever had before. Yeah, so it's it's little things really, right? Like that's. It's those little things, and it's not any. It's not different from learning from bad seasons, or learning from good seasons, learning from jobs that didn't work out. Right? Being being really, really smart about it. Um, okay, this this officially becomes the last one. Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, Doug, I I, I love my job. I and, I and I'm not just saying that. I mean, I if you ask, I love what I do. I have tremendous enthusiasm, excitement. Um, uh, passion. Um, I, I love being around people. Um, I, I, I love Georgia tech. I, 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 I love the people I work for and the work with and, and everyone in the athletic department. I love Atlanta. Um, I, I'm also a realist. I know you, you know, there's, you know, you, can you ever stay somewhere so long? I mean, I, I get all that, but for five, for me, uh, I hope I can continue to be a head coach as long as the good Lord allows and the athletic director's uh, schools allow me to continue to be a head coach. I, I, I love, I love being, I love doing what I do. And so I hope in five years, I'm whether that's Georgia tech, I hope it's Georgia tech. I really do. That means we've had some good success uh, or, or elsewhere that I'm still, I want to continue to be a head coach as long as I can. Um, uh, because I love my, I hope I can be a head coach when I'm 75 and I, and I, I, I don't want to be a guy that's going to, I, I hope I'm 40. Do you know how long that is? That, I, I hope you that means you've been a head coach in 31. Like you'd be Bayheim territory. I, I, and I hope that's the case. I would like that to be the case. And I really, I can, I, I love what I do and I'm 43 now. If I could get another 30 years as a head coach or go to 75, go another 32 years, it would be, it'd be really cool. I would have no, I, I, I really enjoy what I do. I know you want to beat Coach K the last time you played Coach K. That would be very cool. That would be cool, too. That would be cool. Yeah. I, hope we, that, that, I hope we can get a lot of wins this upcoming season. Or In year five, we've, we've had a lot of wins going. Five years from now, we've had a lot of wins and some more ACC championships, too. That would be awesome. That would be cool, too. You've been more than generous with your time. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, I'll see you at the Peach Jam. In the meantime, have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Doug. All right, my, my thanks to Josh Pastner. I thought that was as deep and thorough as anybody can be on the entirety of their careers. Pretty awesome stuff. Remember, the Doug Gottlieb Show is daily, 3 to 6 Eastern Time, 12 to 3 Pacific, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app, or on Sirius XM, 217 or 203. In the meantime, continue listening. Tell a friend, download, subscribe, rate, write a review. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Ball. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. 
Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 